Hi, this is Jerry Davis. I'm the artistic director of Burning Cold Theater Company, and I have with me today the producing artistic director of the Temple Theater, Peggy Taphorn from Sanford. That's Peggy, welcome, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Jerry. It's nice to talk to you. Thank you. Same to you. Um, Sanford is a is a unique um, environment uh, uh, for a, for a professional theater to exist, and you've been uh, there uh, fifteen years now. Is that right? Something. Like uh, twelve. I'm in my twelfth season. Yeah, and uh, has it has the the pandemic affected Sanford uh, uniquely? I know there there are a lot of retirement homes and things there. Has that made it made sure. a big difference? Yeah, and, and like you said, we have a little bit of a different business model because I learned pretty early on that I was going to have to attract groups into Sanford because the the Lee County audience just wasn't large enough. Right. Um, so we instituted those Thursday, Friday, and Sunday matinees where we have bus tours that come in from 63 different counties. Wow. Um, so obviously when this started, um, we were greatly impacted because those groups either were unable to or unwilling to travel to Sanford, um, even at the very beginning when we were running Steel Magnolias. Um, oh, man. Wow. So yes, it's going to be an interesting recovery, and that's sort of what we're looking ahead to um so i've had to make some pretty tough business decisions in the last week like everyone else um in order to make sure that we have a, a very small prudent reserve but so that that can kind of see us through what this recovery process will be so and you've had to lay off a couple of people or temporarily at least yeah. yes we are all the entire staff is furloughed um mm. at this point for the foreseeable future Again, to kind of save that prudent reserve, I, I did the financials and basically, you know, I, I run a tight ship anyway, as we all do. So the good news is when we get back to the recovery, we know how to do great shows on a budget. Right. Um, right. But just just seeing what our options were to serve the staff the best, you know, there are nine of us, as well as to, you know, be able to save our prudent reserve. It seemed to be the thing to do. So. We are currently furloughed, and as soon as we get the all clear, we will be back and running. That's good, uh, and and the federal government is uh, uh, at least saying they're going to do something for um, for people who've been laid off and uh, furloughed and that sort of thing. Um, I'm just curious: um, were you in the middle of Steel Magnolias, or had, did, were you able? We to were. Finish? We had. We did the opening weekend, um, so we still had we still had ten shows of a fifteen show run left. Wow. Um, so like everybody, like yourself and all the other producers, now I'm trying to think of ways to serve those patrons. And then following that, we had our biggest seller of the year in advance sales, and that was Mamma Mia. So we, like everybody else, just announced our next season, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to reconfigure that season so that you know we can, we can do the additional two weekends of Steel Magnolias. It was a fabulous cast. I loved working with those ladies, and I'd love to give those artists a shot at finishing that run right. and then do Mamma Mia. So we're rethinking on how we can refigure what next season is going to look like. We've also, um, <clears throat> what I've been hearing from most other producers as far as refunds and all of that, we've had a good percentage of people very generously donate back their unused tickets for the rest of the year, sure. but about 50% did want a refund. So I'm hoping that rescheduling these events will also eliminate that huge outpouring of cash. Yeah. Because as you know, all of your expenses are front loaded. You know, we've already built the set, built the costumes, you know, rehearsed with the actors, all of that good stuff, Play, paid the creative team. So we're hoping to not only 
do the great shows we had planned, but also recoup that investment. Were you able to leave the, the set in place just out of curiosity or, or have you, did you have to take it down? We did take it down because we did our season reveal, which was supposed to be our biggest fundraiser of the year um, as a live stream. And so we had video accompaniment and, and all those fun things that you can do with a live stream. Yeah. And uh, we decided to take the set down because we are also had hoped to do it uh, at the Sunrise Theater in Moore County. It was a co-production for, yeah. for three performances. So we had made the set transportable anyway. Right. So it's kind of easy to take it all down. We put everything in the warehouse actually just last week um, in a specific area that's all together so that, again, once we get the all clear, we can put that set up in, you know, a couple of hours, really, Good. and then get back to performing. That's great. That's terrific. Um, Peggy, um, do you have uh, summer camps and things like that, uh, too? Are, are you able to plan for those at all right now, or are those just sort of dormant or how's that going? <laughs> well, again, it depends what the school systems here do. And, and again, our, our summer camps are kind of a regional event. We pull from usually six to eight different counties for our summer programs. Right. Um, and we've already paid for all those licensing. We're, we are yeah. scheduled to do two huge camps of the Lion King Junior. That's for age eight to 18. And those mm -hmm. usually have about 55 kids each. Right. Then we do an advanced, what we call our advanced littles camp, which this year is, is We Are Monsters, which is for age to 12 year old. That's a one week camp. We do a three week Shakespeare intensive, which is Love Labor's Lost. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have our advanced musical theater camp, which is two week camp for teenagers. And that was supposed to be 13, the musical. So all of those licensing rights have been paid. We've had kids send in video auditions because we had our scheduled youth auditions were supposed to be this past Saturday, right. which obviously we couldn't do. So I've gotten a ton of video auditions. And again, once we get the all clear, we are ready to go. I have a great new education director, uh, Elise Timbers, who's coming in, who's going to be a great asset to our team. Uh, so we're all just kind of on hold. And as soon as we get what the school system schedule is going to be, we'll be flexible. Maybe we'll do night camps instead of day camps. Yeah. Maybe we'll take those two-week camps and try to cram them into an eight-hour day, one-week camp so that we can kind of get it all programmed. Um, because yeah. I think kids and parents both are going to be ready for a little separation time. Get them out. From what I'm hearing. Yeah. 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 So we want to give them a place if we're able to do it. Yeah, that's fabulous. Um, I, I know you have a, a fairly extensive season that you've announced. What What are you most excited about for next year, other than uh, Mamma Mia and, and um, uh, Steel Magnolias? What else are you excited about? Well, I, I love working with Mike Wiley. I know you've worked with Mike Wiley. I tell everybody that will listen to me that, you know, at some point he is going to be, you know, the playwright, the, best, the most well-known playwright in North Carolina. And I've produced one of his shows every year since I've been here. So we've done 12 of his shows. Some of them we've repeated. And this was supposed to, and is still going to be a repeat of his Blood Done Sign My Name, yeah. which has local ties to Sanford. Um, Tim Tyson is originally from Sanford, who wrote the book upon which it's based. Right. Tim's going to come and do some talkbacks. Mike does a talkback after every show. Again, we might have to truncate and not be able to do the full 10 performances, but I'm really trying to figure out a way to to squeeze everything into our season, but I'm excited about Mike bringing that very relevant, very wonderful moving yeah. piece back to That's the temple. Great. 
That's really fantastic. Yeah, I, I didn't know you had done uh, one of his shows every year. That's uh, that's uh, right. something to be really, really proud of. Uh, okay. Um, and then my last question, I guess, uh, Peggy, this one's a little kind of open-ended, but uh, does this does this tell us anything about our society or uh, about um, the arts in our society, uh, particularly uh, right now, this, this moment in history? Right. Well, I, I've definitely heard from our patrons and supporters, and particularly our local businesses, uh, because Sanford is the economic engine of downtown as well, particularly the restaurants and shops in the historic district greatly benefit uh, by our, our being there and putting on shows. So I think not only do we provide people an outlet and a, and a place to gather as a community and a place to spend a couple hours communing with each other and laughing and crying and experiencing and talking and all of that great stuff. Yeah. But we also provide an economic stimulus for everybody. So um, I think I think people appreciate what the arts do in their communities. I think now more than ever, I think the recovery is going to be slow for all of us. So I know we're kind of banding with our local restaurants and trying to figure out ways we can keep each other, you know, afloat yeah. once we can get back to work. But what I'm hearing and what I'm feeling in my heart is that you know, this is going to be a challenging time to be in the arts, but I think it's also going to be a very rewarding time to offer people the things that we offer them and, and their youth as well with all the youth programs that we do and the community outreach and the community building. I think now more than ever, I think it's going to be important for, for us to continue on in whatever capacity we're able, right. um, because I think people need us more than ever. Whenever you do a play, you're you're doing a play about that time and that place, but right. but in some very real way, you're also doing a play about the, this time and this place and what the audience brings into the room with them from that day, and and so I think the sense of community is going to be uh, really profound uh, once we're able to get back on the board. So exactly. Thank you for joining us today, Peggy. We appreciate it. And uh, break a leg uh, as you uh, get ready to start back up again, hopefully very soon. Thank you. You too, Jerry. Great talking to you. Take care.